Go, you can start the episode. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Podcast with Strangers. Uh, I don't think I've ever looked into one of the cameras, so I don't really know which one to look into. Um, I have no idea we which one to that point at. That one, that one. That one <laughs> okay, okay. Hello. Welcome back to Podcast with Strangers. This is episode four of season two? Episode three? Episode four of episode season four. two. Okay. And we took a break last week, just like in SNL. They do three episodes, and then they take a break, and then they do three more episodes. And I found that out for Max. Yeah, something like that. They, they, they have, like, a nice schedule in that way. Yeah, because it's, it's really hard to do um, episodes every week, because, like, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I have a life. Um, so, like, I have stuff okay. to do. Flex. Uh, you know, I have, like, a girlfriend, not to, like, rub it in your faces. Humble brag. Um, speaking of our <laughs> episode today, is about heartbreak, too. So, I don't know anything about heartbreak. I don't know if you guys do, but I don't because I'm in a relationship with a girl. Um, <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Just to clarify. I was really worried. No, but seriously, we took a break last week because uh, I feel like we were all just stressed. I know I was super stressed. I needed yep. that week off a lot. Uh, and I think it paid off for all of us, yes? What yeah. did you do on your week off? My week off? Uh, I can't remember. What'd you do on your week off? I, it was obviously <laughs> it was obviously very relaxing. If I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I, th- yeah, I don't think everyone did. I don't think you guys like went to Montreal or something. I mean, no, knowing yeah. you, you'd probably go to Montreal like randomly. Uh-uh. Uh, Melanie, what did you do? Um, I kind of slept more and I got some more work That's done. That's good. That's How's your good. sisters doing? They're good. <laughs> oh, my sister got into her first choice. <gasps> what, what's that? What's McMaster. that? McMaster. No way. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. What, what program? What program? Economics and oh. Marissa. She's like the second one. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You guys are going to be very far apart, eh? She's going to have to go rest. And then we get another room to use. Ooh. Oh. Do you share a room with her right now? No. Western I have expansion. my own, but we like switch. So basically, like she has the bigger room and I have like the smaller room. So we take turns because that room's the best room. Oh, <laughs> so now you can go in How there permanently. Like, that sounds like a hassle to move in and out. It How often is? do you switch? Well, like, okay, so I let her keep it for a long time because she was really stressed out about school. Aw, um, fair enough. That's nice. I know, it's so nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, Marissa, be a little nicer to Melanie. <laughs> but I, d- I did have it before. And um, we switch like almost every six months or something. Oh wow! Okay, that's more than I thought it would be. That's yeah. so much work. Even the beds, or you keep the no, beds? no. The beds are okay. the same because we have the same beds and the same dressers and everything. Okay, so the furniture stays. It's just sort of your your yeah. objects. I think that's kind of fun because like every six months I like rearrange my entire room because I get bored. <laughs> like there'll be like an like an essay, an exam, a midterm, like all due tomorrow, and I'll be like moving my entire <laughs> room around. You suddenly become an architect. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I'm just like, hmm, how well, this new cabinet look yeah but now i have to like fight with that room with my other two sisters because they share a room How, you're the oldest Ooh. i know but so just why are you fighting <laughs> it's like what year were you born okay what year were you born okay what year were you born okay i'm gonna get this room now <laughs> that's, my parents don't let me have authority like that oh, yeah, that's, yeah that's a wild way to assert uh, but you catch dominance. up on sleep yeah that's good what time have you still like one or two yeah, but better than four. That's better than nothing. Yeah, that's and I get to nothing. sleep in more, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Anna, Anna, the, the twins. Twins. <laughs> I did nothing, which is great. I mean, I guess I did homework, but like that's. You saw a movie the other day during the Oscars. Yeah, what yeah, I went to watch um, Jujutsu Kaisen Volume Zero. Oh. Ooh, I love that. Volume. I don't watch anime, but my roommates do, oh. so. <laughs> I went with them. And you missed the Oscars. And I missed the Oscars, yeah. Are you we a little went sad? At, like, hmm? Are you a little sad you missed the Oscars for that? Yeah, because I came home and everyone was like, 
blowing up? Yeah, and I was like, what happened? And then mm. I, I was watching I, the movie. I, I watched them live, and even then it was still sort of like figuring out what happened. Like, it, it, it's sort of... No, me and I were watching live, too. We were live texting, and I was like sh- shocked. Like, I was shaking. I, I, like, uh-huh. I, didn't, I, my, I had like a boost in anxiety all of a sudden. I, I wasn't. I, I was just. I, I was watching it with my friends, and we were just sort of like trying to figure out what happened. We had no idea. Oh, it, it was just. I mean, I feel like you're watching with friends. Yeah. When? <laughs> what do you mean when? It was live. I know. I'm just asking to clarify. Like but Sunday. You watched it with Sunday. me, kind of technically. No, you were just texting me. I was like, oh, I gotta reply to this girl. Actually, you never responded to anything I texted you. <laughs> you just kept texting me. Yeah, she was just then, text- I just read. I acknowledged. And I was like, nice. <laughs> yeah. And then you respond with fries and condoms. Fries, fries and condoms. Like, Yo, fries and condoms, though. Yeah. Anna, Anna, what did you do? I binge-watched two seasons of two different shows. Bridgerton and... Bridgerton season two and Riverdale season one. What? Oh, my, my friends have been working their way through Riverdale. Yeah. It's, How it's, incredible. it's actually it's enjoyable so when you watch it's it on two times speed it. because it's, like, so funny because they move weird. <laughs> I, my, that's exactly what my friend did. Yeah, <laughs> it's so like, much more better so when weird. you watch it in two times speed. I'm not uh-huh. kidding. That way, an episode's just ten minutes at that point. Like, Literally, it's just yeah. like, I'm going to sit down I and don't, watch I saw a tweet where they were, like, now, like, they're superheroes and they have superpowers now. What? Good. We what? As they should. Yeah, they have superpowers. They now. like. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. My friends it's who watched it like said like, or no. <laughs> I can't, I'm not. I'm not going to speak for them. One of them can read minds for, now. For I think it's Jughead. <laughs> no. Wasn't it Jughead yeah. and uh, Betty? Jughead, they, they Betty, and Archie all have powers. Okay. What? Not Veronica. What's up with that? Pardon? No, what, what about Veronica? I Veronica don't know, has maybe they're just to run. Oh, of course. I forgot. Too? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What? And also, like Cheryl started a cult. Don't and they, so like, this. Die? Oh yeah. And Are they still teenagers? Life? Doesn't doesn't no, Betty? Like five-year time jump. Betty has a serial killer gene, right? <laughs> Didn't okay. they keep like that? I watched one episode, and it was the one where they revealed they that she was a serial like, killer. <laughs> they, they they kept like Cheryl's brother's body in like a chair for like. Two seasons? Yeah, that's oh, what, what the cult is worshipping. Her what? dead brother's what? body. At that point, so how does the discussion happen between the director and the, the guy who plays the dead body? It's like, <laughs> from now on, you're just going to be he dead on He didn't have any speaking lines until, like, season four. The like, really? he was no, silent. No, but in, in se- I watched... Well, no, like, even in the flashbacks, like, he never talked. Really? Until, oh. like, a certain I, season. I swear I rem- I watched season one and, and only season one, and I swear I remember him talking. He like didn't in those talk no, at he all. talked for like one like before he died. No, <laughs> he, he never him. talked at all. He never That's had so any speaking weird. lines. Uh, they just used him I as just like a person. I just feel like CW or what was it W Network or whatever. C- CW. They can spend their money somewhere else. Like the only reason they're they're only <laughs> popular. <laughs> Literally, their viewership is like grade nine kids. Like that's when I was yeah. watching it. That's, <laughs> that's when I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so Hannah watched a stupid show. It's the best show ever. I'm not even gonna lie. Hannah missed the Oscars. Melanie slept. Max. It's uh, jury still out. What jury's I jury's still out, and I just did. Yeah, I did nothing either. I went to work. Finally, work. Yeah, I came okay. into work. And they're like, "Oh, you still work here?" I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why are you God. here on a Wednesday?" I'm like, "Yeah, I know, right?" <laughs> Anyways, it's my day off. Um, we have a lot to talk about at the end of the show. How long is we've been going? Uh, we've been going for eight minutes. Oh, that's not even that bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought we were like twenty minutes in, but okay. <laughs> um, all right, nope. this episode is about heartbreak. Um, this was our first ever topic. Season one, episode one was heartbreak. Oh, really? Uh, that's when we talked. Okay, revisiting it. Yeah, I actually watched it yesterday night. Just like hmm. skimmed it. Right. I yeah, like, yeah. saw that like we never used to do like intros like this. Oh, really? We just went right into it. Um, that's when Sheridan was here. Hi, Sheridan. Sheridan's still watching. Miss you. Um, 
but yeah, it was um, it was cool to see like the evolution of my interviewing skills as it continued mm. to suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fine. It was interesting though. Well, got, you that's, that's when we met Bruce, that old man, who was like our first ever uh, like Instagram video thing. Hmm. Um, but yeah, heartbreak. We're gonna talk to some people that are heartbroken. Uh, has anyone here been heartbroken? I thought didn't. Didn't you say at the very beginning? You said I'm in a relationship. I just I'm I, not I'm not heartbroken. I don't want to make Hannah out of that. You raise your hand first. I know, just like get them, you know, because I know like they're really shy about it. But no, yeah, I've been heartbroken. Oh God, crying <laughs> yourself to sleep, right? Ooh. <laughs> that what you do when you're heartbroken? I'm guessing. No, but actually, I have been heartbroken. Of course, I've been heartbroken. Mm-hmm. I think I've spoken about it in the first episode. I didn't. I didn't. I just skimmed through to see who we interviewed, but. Um, heartbreak is a very normal thing. It's a great thing too. Sometimes heartbreak feels like really nice. Sometimes I miss being sad, right? I, no. I when I, I I get that way. I it get feels, that way. It feels so cathartic to be heartbroken, and you feel like you're like I don't want to feel this anymore. But when it's over, you're kind of like, oh, that's kind of fun. You're I know, like, like when, I, fun. when I started dating, <laughs> when, when me and Emily started dating, and like it was around Christmas time, and me and her were dating, and everything's fine, and then, like my friends are like, come over, we're gonna drink, and I'm like. It's not going to be fun. It's like, I'm not sad. <laughs> like, what's the point of drinking? But, like, that's when I started figuring out. You didn't have to be heartbroken to drink and have a good time. Oh. But, but, no, it just feels nice to be heartbroken. Is that weird to say? No, I, I don't, don't think, think that, so. I don't Is think it? that feels weird to I've, say. I've gone through periods where, like, I've, I don't know. It, 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 it's sort of, there's almost, like you were saying about, like, the catharsis. There's almost a similar catharsis to when you're, like, feeling exuberant joy to, like, deep sadness it's just sort of like to me this reminder of like okay i'm still human i still Mm. i still feel things normally and like Mm. i can still sort of have these really human experiences in in emotions do you guys believe in the saying um right person wrong time Uh, or wrong person or right person yeah right person wrong time time. i think so do you believe in it melanie i i don't know melanie said she's never had a crush Okay, well, like, in eighth grade, maybe, but... What's his name? Okay. No, I'm joking. Don't say it. <laughs> let's, Just, let's text him right suppose. now. We dare you. From oh my eighth God. grade? From eighth grade, yeah. yeah. No, I don't... Hey, it's, it's Melanie. Do you remember me? No. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get my number? <laughs> um, no. Do you... Do you... Um, do you... Do you strive to find someone or are you, are you right now are you in a stage in your life where you're just like i don't care if i find someone or not i'm just focused on like this yeah basically <laughs> that's I, so cool it, ha, has it always been like that or is it like yeah i feel like okay so in high school my parents were always like you know don't date blah 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 and so i think naturally i just like didn't really try to hmm. do anything with that were you scared I am. I was scared, but I didn't like like anyone anyways. Right. You know. So. Were you scared of your parents? Um, yeah, definitely, and also because I wouldn't be like I wouldn't even be able to go anywhere with them if I had one. So that's and that's true. Yeah. Yeah, my sister was at in high school, and she's always on me. She'll be like, "I saw someone," and I was like, "No, like mm. there was nothing," you know. But now that I'm older, my mom's like. When are you getting a boyfriend? Oh, oh yeah, it's, the, it's that like, switch. Yeah. She's like, oh my gosh, this auntie's daughter's oh, cousin's daughter that. has a boyfriend, and she's your age. Like, where? Why I feel like is that the topic one? of discussion at every party? It's like, so Melanie, when are you gonna get married? It's like, oh my. My Jesus. my aunts don't do it, but like sometimes my cousins will be like, do you have anyone yet? And I'm uh, like, no. <laughs> so don't yeah. rush it. I yeah, I'm not rushed at all. I don't feel the need to have be in a relationship at all because I am focused on 
my career and goals right now. So that's good. Yeah. I don't really yes. feel pressure. Career focus. Girl <laughs> boss. <gasps> we said girl boss at the same time. That's cool. Speaking of, are you have you been heartbroken? Yes, you have. What's your experience yes, with heartbreak? <laughs> Answering for. Ooh, let's get into it, guys. How was your experience with heartbreak? It was it was hard. I actually went through two breakups in the past year. Okay. Two and it like they were very different experiences, I think. And they both sucked. Did okay. they, were they both very different? Yeah. That's cool. So in a way, where it's like you get two different. It was. That's weird. That's weird to say two different types of heartbreak. How many different types are there? What's the difference yeah. between the two? Okay, so it was strange because the first one, it was a, a very long-term relationship. Um, we had dated for two and a half years mm. before we broke up. So he was my high school boyfriend. Why? Why we broke up? Yeah, I'm sorry. Is that too much to ask? No, no, you can ask me that. Um. We're too different of like people, mm. and we're still friends now. That's good, at but least. But like, for eh. me, eh. is that how does that work out? Still friends now? It's like, <laughs> isn't that weird? It is kind of weird because <clears throat> when I started dating someone new, we kind of like, I kind of like had to take a step back where I was like, right. I don't think it's mm-hmm. okay yeah. for us to still be friends no, when I'm dating someone be wrong. else. But he is still like a part of my life because he was a part of my life for so long. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I get that. But yeah. it okay. was really hard. Okay, one thing that was weird about our breakup was that, like, it was really hard for us to like detach from each other. Because you went from that talking every day for I, two I years. I mean, it's two and a half years to it, then like nothing. Like, that's nothing. that's such a hard thing. My question is, let's say right now you're still friends with that person who you dated for two and a half years, and then you started dating Jill. I don't know. Okay. Who's would Jill? you would you cut off? Whatever your other your. I kind of did because. You have to, right? Because okay. I think as long as you communicate about it properly, like you don't just ghost yeah. them. Like, like you, you have to oh, have a, to, an, to, a to the conversation. Off. One yeah. thing that for me was like I wanted to prioritize my new partner over my ex. Obviously. Mm. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And that makes sense. The new yeah. relationship to me was more important than being friends with my ex. Mm. But like, I would like the n- new partner to understand that like if I am friends with my ex, like it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. towards my new relationship. Right. What type of friends are you talking friends? Like you guys go and hang out? We haven't hung out in like a long time. Since the breakup? But since, yeah, since the breakup. Okay. Okay, one thing I was going to say is that it was really hard for us to like detach from each other after we broke up. And I don't really think that we broke, like we officially broke up until like a couple months after. Yeah, I hear that. I feel that. Right. We literally hung out like every day after we <laughs> broke up. And we and were still talking to each other the same way that we talked to each other when we were dating. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like a lot had changed, even though we were just like, oh, we're just friends now. Like, right. we're broken up. It, it's sort of the structural breakup. Exactly. It's like there, there's no longer that sort of it commitment. Was like, what are, like yeah, it's, yeah, it was like getting rid of the commitment, getting rid of the label. But all of our actions were the same until right. it got to a point where I moved away. And then I was that like... That helped? That helped a lot. Is like me moving. I was just like... I. You right. can't do this. You're dating the, the Jill. Physical, yeah. You're dating Jill. Mm-hmm. Going well. Going well. Jill and you are dating. Are you going to wish him a happy birthday, the, your ex? I did, actually. That, yeah. that I, situation I think that makes literally sense. happened to me is that I started dating someone new and it was hit my ex's birthday. And I did, I did wish him a happy birthday. Do you think that was okay? I don't know. Because for me, I know what my intentions are with my ex. And my intention is to be friends and... Like, I would never, ever, like, do anything else. And if I'm dating someone new, like, if they expressed discomfort 
with me being friends with my ex, I would obviously prioritize my new relationship over that. Mm. Like, I didn't have a problem. I had a talk with my ex when I started dating a new person. And I was like, I don't think I can, like, be friends with you anymore. And, like, we had a talk like that. And what did he say? He, he actually told me, like, a couple months later that that felt worse to him than us actually breaking up. Yep, that would feel well, way well, I mean, worse. Because you're moving on. Yeah. It, it ties into what you were saying of, like, you guys broke up, but you still were doing, like, the same. Like, yeah. that's more the official sort of separating than, mm. than anything else. Moment of silence. Oh boy. Well, I have experienced heartbreak, but I have never been in a real relationship. Mm. Let's change that today. Let's find someone, one of these strangers. Well, <laughs> I don't really want to be in a relationship. Instead of me anymore. asking them a question, you can ask them the questions. And then one of the questions can be, What's your number? Damn. We'll actually get his number when he signs the form. Oh. We don't even have to ask him. I'm good. Okay, fine. <laughs> we'll skip kinda, that part. Um, so without being in a relationship, how did you experience heartbreak? Like you were like, being, were you let on? First time I ever got heartbroken in my life was March 25th. Oh Don't my remember God. the year. Wow. Yeah. It that was, was like seven years ago, date. whatever that is. When seven? 2015. Jeez. When the eighth grade? No, actually it was um, seventh grade. When so that was 2014? No, no, no. Sorry, I was in grade seven be. in 2014. Yeah. Were in. Okay. Max is one year older. So yeah. yeah. Um, his name is Zane, and he left One Direction. <laughs> oh. oh my god. <laughs> god damn. No, bro. I don't like him. He broke Oof. up with Perry, and I love Perry. So. You're a directioner. No, I'm a little. Okay, no, I'm a mixer. Yeah. Okay, I love. I didn't know that was their official name. I don't think they had a name. I was so mad about that. I don't know. Yeah. No, that was tragic. Um. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not kidding. That was like my worst heartbreak ever because like really? No, but he was my favorite. Where too. were you when you found out? <laughs> okay, I was having a discussion with my friends about this. They remember where they were. It's, I it's the same it's the same I know thing. The I was sitting in a history class. It's like J it's like the JFK assassination or 9-11. Literally, literally. Like people I was know where they were. In my history class. We were learning about the war of eighteen twelve. <laughs> and my teacher looks at me, like in the cool. middle of his lesson, he's like, Hannah. Zane oh left One God. Direction. And you I'm were, like, what? You were and then, called out? Yeah. Oh in my the middle God. of class. And he's like, Zane left One Direction. Anyways, so basically during the War of 1812, blah, 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 blah. And I was sitting there like, what? Oh my, that's like surreal. That's like yeah. a dream. Oh my God. I didn't have a phone then. So I walked home, went on my little computer, and I saw it. I started crying. Oh I didn't God. stop crying for two days. I stayed home from school for two I, days. I just want to, I want to scroll back on your Facebook and see the post you made. <laughs> so I know you made a post. Oh, like a picture of Hashtag him. Hashtag always in our hearts. Yeah, a black no. and white picture. Oh my God. Um, my, grandma, my grandma like was so concerned. She's like, she's going crazy. She hasn't left her room in two days. She's like going that's insane. That's crazy. But not oh even kidding. Like when you're that young and you like idolize yeah mm-hmm. yeah when you like, attach yourself to you something like, like that yeah you feel like your whole world is ending because like i don't know i felt like they were gonna break up as a band when he left which obviously they didn't until like two years later mm-hmm. and now they're gone but like <laughs> but, I, but cry, I would cry on tv shows when a character would leave the show yeah like but that yeah. makes sense though they sort of you know they yeah. build it up like this is all like from someone's perspective someone's attachment like the tv show they they often sort of build it up and it's this vi- really like they're leaving mm-hmm. the show episode. Like, it feels like kind of different in a way. The graduation episode, like, I mm-hmm. cried. Wait, like the one in season three? Yeah, when they graduated. Okay, I just didn't want any spoilers. I, I <laughs> cried. It was just really sad. That's interesting. Uh, really doesn't know what we're talking about. Glee? So have you heard of it? I've heard of it. A Never group s- of punk teenagers dealing with drugs, sex, and it's, music? Yeah, I've it's, heard of it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like... Uh, 
I get confused with Degrassi What's that one where for some they're reason. They're dancing in that yeah. warehouse. Like I think of Degrassi. That musical house. What? That guy where like music is not allowed. Oh, Footloose. Footloose. It's like if Footloose meets Riverdale. Kind of. Oh. <laughs> but I Riverdale's a stretch. What about it is? What about Footloose is they're allowed to sing. Oh, true. But I mean, like the dancing and the theatrics oh, okay. of it. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Anyways. I feel like, I feel like it's sort of High School Musical. Yeah. But PG thirteen. It's PG thirteen like High School Musical. Mm, yeah. I like that, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's PG thirteen. <laughs> I think it would be a bit more, more than PG thirteen. Why? It, it, it aired on a network tele, like True. on a network. Well, so I mean, they kind of had weird stories. Yeah, like watching in the eighth grade, I was like, this. No, yeah. <laughs> Re- watching it now, there's a lot of like, ba- like weird. They're, they're sort of weirdly pushing the boundaries. Sent that girl to a crack. <laughs> no, yeah, that's insane. <laughs> oh my god. No, the, there's like there's a rival girl who is like. Rachel is like the main person in Glee who like gets all the solos and there's a rival girl who has a really good voice. And so Rachel is like, we're holding Glee auditions here, go here. And she sends, she sends this new girl to a crack house. It's like if you had a podcast and I was scared of you, like, oh my God, what if Melanie's podcast does like, way better? And come I'm like, join, hey, come join our team. Come we join meet our... up in the alleyway over there. Every <laughs> <laughs> and then you go to the alleyway. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, uh, no, but okay. even the creator, like the Kevin McHale on Glee, she, he was like, he Plays openly arty. was like, yeah, he was like, this is such a tone deaf show. He said it recently. Hmm. And so, that's fair though. Re- it, like rewatching it now yeah. with, with my friends, it's sort of wild, the kind of stuff they, like, especially like, I feel like at the time it was praised for its perspective and sort of like not shying away from, you know, like LGBTQ issues mm. and sort of teen pregnancy and all these things that, you know, exist out there. But, but rewatching it now still, like watching it with, I'm, I'm the, the friend group that I watch it in has like a number of trans people in it. And the, the politics of that is like really dated, mm. even though it was only like at this point, like 10 years ago, I guess, nine years. And it's like crazy dated. The, it's the a really funny show, that. but someone they pushed it sometimes. Mm. Anyways, well, that's our, our crazy. We went to One Direction, to Glee, to it's all it's all heartbreak, baby. It's all about heartbreak. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I also also was heartbroken when um, Derek Shepard. Spoiler alert! I don't. Gra- Shepard. I Grey's Anatomy spoiler. Yes. I oh, stopped Anatomy. watching Grey's Anatomy in that episode. Like right in that episode where I knew he was gonna die. You haven't watched the episode yet? I literally, I stopped watching it because I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I was like, at this point, too many people have died. I was like, Mm. Derek is gonna die. I literally stopped the episode when he was standing in the road. Oh my God. I paused the episode, turned off my Netflix, Never picked it up again. You're really passionate. And I yeah, that's I like, have not yeah, no, I'm, I'm adjusting. Oh, <laughs> no, it's okay. So passionate. That's just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's. <laughs> um, yeah, that was heartbreaking. Too. Uh-huh. Um, anyways, okay, let's go find some strangers now. We're in, we're in a new location. We're, we're you know that building where we film at. We're inside the building now. Yeah, we're in a different it's, dimension. It's real. Yeah, Inception multiverse. type. Beat. We're like yeah. Riverdale at this point. We're going <laughs> yeah. multiverses. Just you wait. So Next episode, we're going to be in a war in the 20th century. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm not even going to rule that out. That'd be. I mean, oh, or in 1812. This this would be our April Fool. 1812. I for oh, all 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 this year that I've been helping out with the podcast, I've been trying to say like we got to do something really good for April Fools. But that's this week. This is Friday. We've Aww. missed our chance. To one of the guests? Uh, no, I don't know. I was just sort of like, it would be great. We can I prank them, say that the show's ending. Did he, here's the thing the with that. If I did that on Instagram, our unfollows would like... No, yeah. yeah. I, I, I understand that, yeah. You I'm, could I'm storm just... off the set and be like, you quit. Oh, I was telling them, at death, I die. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> We're just talking about viewership. How can we expect the views a bit? What if I died? You, that that, and, that, and that's going to make viewership go up? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> You're the host. I feel like it's... Or no. Yeah. They find out on the podcast. Like, they we, find out we put out an episode podcast. of Competition instead. <laughs> no? We need, like, for the YouTube thumbnail at that point, we need, like, a... My you coffin. Know, like, Your coffin. Like, we need, we need the, like, <laughs> clickbait, like, Competition's okay. dead? Yeah. Well, red red okay. check mark, whatever well, it is. Well, th- talk to our HR person about it and yeah, yeah. get back to it. Okay, let's get into the episode. Yay. Hi, guys. Uh, here we have our first guest. This is a different format. We have, like, a roundtable happening because That's we're inside. That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's cool. It's cool. I like yeah. it. Uh, Melanie is still here. She's behind the camera, though. Yeah. And we have... <laughs> um, we didn't kick her out. <laughs> we have Johnny. Johnny, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. You have, you have to bring the mic. Oh, there my bad. Yeah, yeah, make sure it's all there. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's okay. Your economics. I wouldn't expect you to use them. <laughs> I you guys use mics in economics. I'm not sure. Uh, our question is, have you ever been heartbroken? Yes, I have. How many times? I'd say once. Oh, one really good heartbreak? Yeah. Good in the sense that <laughs> yeah, it was Yeah, good. It was solid. Um, <laughs> tell us. You want to tell us about it? How, when did it happen? Why did it happen? How did you feel? I mean, how it happened, it's kind of hard to explain the exact pinpoint of how it happened. It's kind of just like you get into a relationship with someone and then you kind of see it just falling apart in front of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, how uh, long were you guys together? So we were together twice. Oh. <laughs> One time for about seven months and then we took a break and then, but yeah, it was about like a year break and we got back together for about eight months. Was it recent? Um, about two years ago now, before COVID. And, and... Did you break her heart or, or her, him? <laughs> Sorry, I assumed. It was her. It's Did you break her heart? Uh, I was the one who ended things. Oh, so this is a different perspective. You ended it. Yeah. Why did you end it? <laughs> um, it's hard to explain, but mostly I just felt like I wasn't being a good person. And I felt like just I wasn't able to com- communicate my issues with mm-hmm. the relationship. And that caused so many problems. And we just couldn't talk. We couldn't speak to each other. And she was just letting it go on. I started to like, I started to resent that really. You started to be self-aware of how you were treating her? Yeah, it's a bit of that. And then also I didn't like how I was being treated, but Mm. I wasn't communicating it. So I decided to cut things off. How do you cope with your breakups? Um, I go to the gym. Mm. Are you one of those people that like go into a breakup and like get like six pack abs like a month later? Yeah. (laughs) Nice. I'll hit the gym. I'll post on Instagram a lot. Mm. I won't block them. I'll make sure they can see it. Oh, Petty. Story to see if they, if they oh, yeah. We literally talked about this in the first, like our first very episode, same topic. So you post to make sure they see it. I'll post songs, anything. Oh, oh, <laughs> when they post songs, songs and then songs. post the songs, songs. with That's the lyrics. That's a good one. I'm the, so petty. I'm so petty. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we've all done that. I've done that too. I've uh, done, like I I haven't experienced heartbreak in the romantic sense, but I've definitely done that when I've sort of had like the the rare conflict with a with someone i'll sort of do that kind of like petty like that's gonna be my next question is would you say like a friendship breaking off is equivalent to a like a relationship breaking off do you see those on the same level caliber um depends like most of my friendship breakoffs kind of just go like we go our separate ways we live different lives Hmm. nothing like I, i think it's because friendships there's less of that sort of label commitment. Like you don't need to make mm-hmm. that sort of yeah, outward, exactly. like this is over. Friendships sort of drift apart. Yeah. I and they're like, more. if it gets back together, it's like, you don't have to go Instagram. Yeah. Social. Yeah. You, you don't then have it's to like, be hey like, guys, okay, back we are friends with this. Person. We are friends again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, so you broke her heart. But, like, you guys kind of broke each other's heart from what I'm hearing right now, no? I mean, I was the one who broke it off, but how it made me feel, I felt like it was something that could have been special, but mm-hmm. it just, mm. like, it never you, materialized. Do you think you'd ever get back together with her? Not at this point. <laughs> no? And, and that's what I, I mean, I've, I've moved on at this point. I've What's accepted she? it, like... Mm. It just how like I've moved on like I got a new girlfriend now. Oh, so, so I'm I'm very happy right now. So I'm not like dwelling on the past or anything. But mm. yeah, no, it's just like it was something that could have been special, but it fell apart. And was she your first love? I'd say so. Wow, that's a, that's a good perspective to have on it though. Just yeah. that it's like you moved on. You can see it now from that perspective. And you use it to like build new relationships and learn. Mm. Did you learn anything from that relationship? Yeah, lots. <laughs> what did you? What's like? I just learned of? like how important communication really is, and how much you have to like maintain it yourself. Because you can't expect them to maintain something if you're not doing it yourself. Sure. So you have to you have to work just as hard as that you it, want them to work. It takes two. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what else, What else have you learned from your heartbreak? Um, I don't know. I just other than the communication thing, I think it's just important to be doing stuff. You know, stay active in a relationship. Look to like make each other feel special so you're in a relationship now yeah how did it end with your ex is it uh, good terms like you guys no. okay <laughs> my next question is would you wish her a happy birthday on her birthday no, no. we're not even on speaking terms at this point i'm pretty sure she blocked me on everything okay okay so it's so a was not even seeing those uh, gym pics then oh yeah <laughs> no i didn't the second time around i didn't because you know i knew how bad it was, yeah. I was you're, like, in okay. relas- you're in a relationship now but you should have like accidentally sent it to her like oh wrong person of a picture of you like <laughs> oh my god uh, let's just say <laughs> that, that just seems that's that's yeah, just that would like be a, so that's obvious a, that's horrible <laughs> but okay let's just say you guys are on good terms and you're talking and whatever and you're in a new relationship just in general is it okay to text your ex and say no no oh my girl not even if you absolutely kill me and i would understand why yeah (laughs) why why do you think that is i mean you have that connection there with someone and like i said i got back with her once so like i broke up with her one like the first time and then we got back together so me even speaking to her again would could lead my girlfriend to think that you still have feelings feelings Mm. or anything like that and and was that like was it similar reasons the first time because i i think it's in like with that year break did you sort of take that time to I don't know, try and better yourself? Like, for those... Re- like, Yeah, I, I so the first time, up. once again, I ended it as well. Hmm. And the first time, I kind of, like, framed it as, like, I was going through a lot. With, like, it was my first year at school. Same. <laughs> I, I Honestly, I did the same thing with my girlfriend. Yeah, I, I, was str- I was struggling at school. I, like, I was going through some personal stuff. And I was hmm. like, I just, like, I'm not here. Fit, I'm not here emotionally. Did you guys and go to different... No, uh, we both go to Ryerson. Oh, same program? No, she's in psychology. Oh, okay, great. That'd be awkward. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so, you know, we just had, like, a different, like, I didn't feel great at the first time, so I was like, I blamed it on that. Right. And I just kind of stepped away from it for a year, trying to, like, find myself. Did you? I think I I got healthier. I got emotionally healthier, but I didn't work on, like, some of the communication skills. I didn't build Mm -hmm. relationships with people, Mm -hmm. and that's why all those same problems came up again. I think. Do you think now, in your new relationship, is it your job to defend your girlfriend? Defend my girlfriend? Where's this going? Oh, boy. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I just asked him, is it your job to defend? Pr- yeah, I think it's to a degree it is. You can't just... Would you slap someone who... <laughs> would I slap someone what? who made some sort of joke, maybe about her hair or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a very specific great example. <laughs> great example. Question. Super specific. I don't know where you're stemming this from, but would you? I mean, if it was, like, the context of that situation, probably not. Mm-hmm. But if, like, I had such a problem with it where I wouldn't want 
like my girlfriend being made fun of in some sort of joke, I'd try and make that known beforehand. So maybe it right. didn't have to lead to that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. If she asked you to. Would you do it? If she asked me to slap him? Yeah. Damn, I'd have to consider it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. How big is the sky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like, another thing. I yeah, see yeah. like sometimes on TikTok where it's just like. The girl goes up to the guy. I was like, "Babe, that guy was checking me out." And then they point out like the biggest guy, <laughs> and the guy's yeah. like, "Well, we'll just yeah. leave." What do you want me to do? About no. um, do you do you think like saying like, "Oh, it's our job," is it your job to defend your girlfriend? Like dating back to preconceived notions of a girl and guy relationship. Because when I think about the Will Smith thing, Jada was there. Mm-hmm. Why did Will have to do all oh, protect your man? Like, okay. Yeah, so especially in that context. I yeah. feel like she could have just used her platform to say something. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, even Will could use his own platform if he really wanted to, like, defend his wife in the sense. For sure. And, of, and he was going to have that platform in, like, 30 minutes. Exactly. You know, he was yeah. going to be. Listen, yeah. People are like, yeah, but what if he didn't win? Listen, there's a reason he was sitting up front. No, he, okay. I, I follow all the Oscar, like, predictions and stuff. There was no doubt he wasn't. No, 100%. Like, he was 100% going That's to That's why win. he sat right there. So it's like, he gets <laughs> up on faster, he gets longer amount of time to speak on his speech. Mm. Uh, is there anything unsaid with your ex? Have you said everything? Everything's on the table? Uh, it's all water under the bridge. Have you moved on? You're done with it? Oh, yeah, I'm totally over That's it That's good. Now, so you're like, everything's good when it comes to you close the chapter on that heartbreak certainly yeah beautiful great um do you believe in right person wrong time yeah was she right person wrong time i can't i don't know you never know (laughs) you'll never know until it's that person right i I can say that there were so many problems that that probably would have persisted regardless of what happened Mm -hmm. i don't think she was the right person at the wrong time but i do believe in that for some people Mm because what year are you in uh fourth year oh wow you're almost done almost done (laughs) what's next Get a job, hopefully. <laughs> what do you get, like, a job in economics? Um, most of our, so, like, our program is a placement, so it'd be, like, a oh, placement with a bank or a securities company, mm. and then, yeah, you just deal with spreadsheets all day. Mm. Wow. So, so, so it, must, it must be getting stressful then. So like, like you're, tr- you're right towards the end of this. I mean, I took it so slow during COVID, like, I'm just still kind of relaxed about it. <laughs> that's I think good. I'm going to take an extra semester. I don't know. A chartered oh, yeah, accountant. That's good too. Hmm? Chartered accountant? Uh, no, I'm not going to do chartered no. accountant. I'm going to probably work in a... Do you like, have, like, Wealth Simple? Do you, like... Trade. <laughs> like a little bit. I'm not like a super trader. I'm not do like they a crypto teach that nerd. stuff? <laughs> Can I teach that stuff? No, do they teach, do that, they teach stuff? that No. They don't teach you how to trade stock? They teach you like the basics of stocks and options and stuff like that. I think you got it. You have to understand it if you're it's going more, into that yeah, It's more like yeah. you have to kind of understand the, like, the field. Do they the offer market. courses on it? Uh, I think there's a few like stock and option courses, but no, I just like what do you learn in economics? <laughs> then? Like inflation like, and recession. That's, that's what we talk about, about most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there it is. So they have a class just economics about inflation major and Hannah. interest rates. Yeah. Did I take economics in class? In high economics school? was the worst course of my life. No I, I never took no, economics. It's so boring. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember what it is, but. Oh, I would, I would expect you guys to learn mostly about stocks, but oh, okay. Well, most people usually have like a decent amount of knowledge going into yeah, it. I'm yeah, I'm guessing you guys get the basic fundamentals to go off Yeah, they of. teach you like the fundamentals of stocks in the market, but nothing like, they don't go into depth, in depth about companies or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a man's job to pay for the date? For the first fir- date? For the first date? I always pay for the first date. I don't think it's necessary. But, like, if I'm asking someone out, I'm paying for the first date. Can we just I, I guess that's more the thing. Whoever asks. Mm-hmm. Whoever asks for. I've had days where I've been, yeah. like, paid for. Mm-hmm. Like, and they asked me. And, but they, they, they offered to pay right away. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. The reason I asked is because 
can we just appreciate the fact that I tied in the economics wow. and the finance yeah. into the question? Wow. That was really good. That's right? incredible. That's, That's incredible. really good. Marking Anyways, Johnny, thanks very so much for sitting down. Are you just like studying here? Uh, we were just playing ping pong, honestly. Oh, great. Hell Perfect. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, thanks so much <laughs> for sitting down with us, Johnny. Hey, and I hope everything me. goes well with your current girlfriend. Thank you. I hope this doesn't cause any issues in your relationship. <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh, and yeah, I hope yeah. to see you around campus. Good Good luck with months. your, uh, I guess, this semester if you take another one. Good luck with that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Good and luck to you guys with this Do podcast. you like do people's taxes and stuff? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just no. say. I'm gonna, like, I call you. Is that not economics? That's accounting. accounting. <laughs> oh. Is that accounting? I, I yeah. guess I don't know what Listen, I I failed grade 11 math. Literally, I failed grade 11 math. I don't. I can't. Decide High school math. I can't Let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. That's why we're in. RTA. Yeah, why did we have to <laughs> yeah, learn no, <laughs> any of that? What was the point of learning the graphs yeah. and stuff? I've never used that ever, applied that ever in my life. I here. don't even remember long economics. Yeah, but not like curve yeah but do you do yeah but that's different but do you learn about like what is what do we parabolas. learn parabola oh. do you yeah. Yeah. like calculus courses and stuff like freaking that. me out on oh. one word alone <laughs> parabolas, right? that's a really crazy word okay anyways thanks johnny thank you yeah thank you thank you are we filming on everything yeah okay hey guys we're here with our uh next guest bridget who has 10 minutes to talk to us so we're gonna go really quickly and we're gonna get all the questions number one have you ever been heartbroken yes did you break the person's heart Yes, it was both ways, oh, I'd say. What happened? Um, well, I got pregnant. Oh. <laughs> and I decided to keep the baby. You have a baby? Yeah. Well, he's oh. 4 now. Oh, wow. Um, but I was really young, obviously, and um I was convinced that this person and I were going to build a life together and be together forever. But um as most teen parents realize, that's not reality. Mm -hmm. um, and he wasn't really able to like step up, I guess. And so that really broke me because, you know, I have a baby with this person, but they weren't able to like live up to it, what they had to, you know? And that made me fall out of love with them, but it also kind of broke what I saw it as being for like so long, you know? So. Do you have any regrets with keeping? I'm guessing no, but have you ever like rethought the idea of what if I never kept my baby? Yeah, of course. I think that like a, anyone that has a baby young, if they were to say no, they're lying. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you think that if you didn't keep the baby, your relationship would still you no. would still be in a relationship? No. Is he in the in your? Is, a is little it a bit. He or her? He. Is he still in his life? Um. No, like a little bit. Not really, though. Okay. So, yeah. How did you cope with... When, well, first and foremost, when did you finally... When did you grasp the reality that, you know, this is not going to play out the way... Like, what moment was it when you were like, yeah, this is not going to play out the way I thought it would play out? Um, well, I got my first inkling, I guess, when I was pregnant. And, like, he just started acting certain ways about certain things and doing things that weren't aligning with the way I saw my life going. Mm -hmm. And um, that's when I kind of started having doubts. But then I guess when I gave birth was when it got, when it got like pretty bad. And then I really was able to like prioritize what I had to do to like give my child the best life. And so it kind of made it easier in a way, but it still hurt, you know? Do you believe in right person, wrong time? Yes. Why is that? Um, I would say like not in relation to him because I don't think he was the right person. But I've had other relationships where it's, you know, 
you're just not necessarily at the same stage in your life and that can make it really difficult for you to you know make things work in the moment um but i i believe in the fact that like if you're meant to be with somebody that you'll come back together Mm. and so that makes it a bit easier for me to let go i guess because it's not working right now i'm not going to force it you know have you moved on from that heartbreak the one i'm referring to pardon me the one i'm referring to yes um kind of you know I don't know if you ever like fully move on mm. from heartbreak, but mm. you learn to deal with that. Do, do you think that a friendship breakup is the equivalent of a romantic break? Like no, you, it's way worse. A friendship breakup is way worse. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Um, I don't know. Like me personally, like my friends are everything to me, and I actually had a friendship breakup. Like a year and a bit ago, a year and a half ago. And she was like one of my two best friends at the time. And we just had like a falling out, I guess. Um, But I haven't recovered from that. (laughs) Mm. So I find it a lot harder to recover from friendship breakups. You never expect friends to be the one to leave. Usually like a boyfriend, you would, once you start dating someone, you're yeah. always like, you know, there is a possibility of this ending, but you never think, wow, me and my friend are going to break yeah. up in a sense. And I think that you're close with your friends in like a different way. Mm-hmm. And that like they know in some ways like more about you than maybe a partner would. And like you're maybe more vulnerable with them than you would be with a partner. And so like it makes it really hard to like lose that person. Now, being a mother so young, what is like the biggest thing that you've learned? What's like the biggest eye-opener um well like one thing that people tell me a lot is like you know I can never do it you know I don't know how you do it like you're so strong or you're so hardworking. and like I realize that there are young parents out there that maybe you know don't go down the right path afterwards but the way I saw it, it wasn't, like, really an option. And, like, that doesn't take away from it being difficult. But I don't think of myself as being, like, stronger or, like, more hardworking than anyone else. And, like, I think that really put things into perspective for me. Because, like, everyone has personal struggles. And, like, everyone is going through things and that, like, you don't know about. And that's my thing that's maybe more public than most of other people's struggles, you know? Um, And in a way that makes it easier, you know, people, at least especially at Ryerson, like my professors are always like very understanding and, you know, I haven't really faced adversity in that way, like maybe judgment sometimes, but once people see kind of what I'm doing, that judgment goes away usually. What was the conversation, this is kind of gearing off the topic of heartbreak, but what was that conversation like with your parents when you told them that you're, you're, you're pregnant? I think not? I broke their heart in that conversation. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was... Uh, like, what was that like, like, making that decision? Like, that was, like, a life-changing decision. Like, yeah. you're choosing your university, people, that's, like, a, this is a life-changing decision you're yeah. making. You can always change your university choice and go somewhere else, but yeah. this is, like, you're having a kid, you're keeping this person in your entire yeah. life. What was that choice like? Um... Well, I didn't tell my parents until I had decided because I knew that they were going to try to influence me Mm -hmm. a certain way, obviously. And 
I wanted to be sure myself before I kind of like brought them into it. But um, yeah, they both kind of reacted a bit differently. They they both are now like extremely supportive and very yeah, close I'm sure with they my love son. Him yeah, that, like yeah. you can't not love a, yeah. a four year old, you know. <laughs> but some most, yeah. <laughs> some, but he's a good kid. But yeah, like I don't know. My they both didn't want me to keep the baby, obviously, um, but they both didn't like my boyfriend at the time, also, which didn't help. But um. I don't know, they came around. I kind of just told them it is what it is. And they, like, I'm very lucky to have, like, supportive parents. And today, like, I wouldn't be where I am today if they didn't support me the way they do. So I'm grateful for that. What, 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 when coming to that decision, what was, like, your main point? Or, like, your, not main point, but your main, like, factor was, like, I am keeping. Like, what were you thinking? What was going through your head making that decision? Um, well, like, I was going through a lot at that time, and, like, that relationship was taking a lot out of me, which I didn't realize, but I was, like, not in a good place, and I kind of saw it as, like, an opportunity for me to, like, improve, which you should never base having a baby on, like, you Mm -hmm. know, fixing yourself. Um, I don't recommend that, but for me, it actually turned out that way, Mm -hmm. which I'm, like, really lucky for. But, yeah, I kind of, like, was stuck in this really bad feedback loop. And I was not planning on going to university. I was not planning. I was not really in high school even. Like, I wasn't going to school. And it really, like, made me turn my life around. And mm-hmm. I guess, like, even more so when I dropped the guide. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't know. Two more questions. Yeah. Uh, we were at 8.50, by okay. the way. It's okay. Um, number one, has it been hard to find a new relationship? Or maybe you're in one, but has mm-hmm. it, was it hard or is it hard to find a new relationship when they find out that you have a child? Yeah. I, I think even, like, is that still a priority? Yeah, I mean, I'd say, like, priority is, like, the wrong word. Because, like... I mean, we all, it's definitely, like, there. Everyone, like, Mm. most people, I would think, most people our age, like, you know, would like to be in a relationship with Mm -hmm. someone that they love, you know? But it's not usually something that I, like, actively seek. Right. But I actually, like, recently got out of a relationship. Um, And not because, you know, we weren't in love or whatever, but he just wasn't able to kind of like accept that part in the way that I wanted him to. And it's one thing to like be okay and say, oh yeah, I like kids. Um, But it's another thing to commit to somebody who like lives that every day. Right. So yeah, I think that like it definitely is difficult and it's difficult with my friendships too. I've lost a lot of friends because I can't spend as much time and like, you know, I'm not really free in the evenings unless I get a babysitter, you know, and like my undergraduate experience was really different than like a lot of people. Mm. But so that part sucks. And don't get me wrong, like I get FOMO, you know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't have a choice, you know. So, yeah. Um, what advice do you have for young moms? And what advice do you have for young moms, friends and partners who are in similar situations like you Mm -hmm. so what advice do you have for someone else who's really young and has a kid Mm -hmm. and then their friends um 
I'd say like the most important thing that like made me I'm not gonna say I'm like successful in like every area of life but academically I guess you could say so um, and I'd say I'm a lot happier than I was when I found out I was pregnant and the most important part to that is like having a good support system and I think that that like goes for anybody really but when you have a kid and like you are young it's like a lot to navigate on your own and it really helps to like have people be there and like willing to help you out and like I missed out on a lot don't get me wrong but like I would have missed out on way more if I didn't have the people I have around me you know mm -hmm. and so even though like my youth maybe like looked a bit a lot different than most I like I don't feel that I was like robbed of it you mm -hmm. know like I still mm -hmm. like I went on like one or two trips I like if I want to go out on a weekend I can or like you know stuff like that it's like it sounds really small and maybe to somebody that like that's not even a question especially in university and you move away from home but no, but like a lot of people the first thing they hear when a young person is having like uh, you know a, ki a kid is they haven't even lived yet yeah so uh, hearing that from you it's like you're still able to yeah. live whatever mm -hmm. that means like not in the same way but I honestly think that I wouldn't be where I am if it weren't for him you everything know? happened for a reason and you, yeah. yeah okay and like I'm I'm grateful for the way things worked out and um but yeah I guess like just surround yourself with people that support you and that are there for you and um how about the advice for the friends who are kind of you know having to grasp the reality that you know they're not gonna get the same Bridget as yeah. before well like I think that it's important to have compassion and it's important to try to as hard as it is like put yourself in their situation what I tell people is like I don't know if you've ever had a new puppy mm -hmm. but it's like having a new puppy all the time <laughs> but <laughs> and it's a person you know what I mean mm. so it's like you know how you interact with them and not that a puppy it doesn't apply but I would say I know it's like when you got a you puppy know. you have to give them a lot of attention yeah. at first but you can't like, go out it, as it, much it makes sense yeah. yeah and like that's like the best way I know how to describe it to people that like don't have children mm -hmm. because like I've had a lot of friends like get dogs and say oh my gosh like this is so difficult I'm like yeah story of my life <laughs> 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 so I don't know like just try to to find compassion and and realize that that your friend or partner or whatever is maybe not not giving you the time you want with them because they don't want to because I'm sure that they would want to but even in their free time if they're choosing to not spend it with you they're probably just exhausted and just trying to pull through you know and it's a lot different now that he's like a toddler but like when he was a baby I was just mm. it was a different story mm -hmm. you know so yeah are you happy yeah I would say so I'm getting there <laughs> great thanks so much for sitting down with us it's a very yeah. new perspective I know we drifted yeah. off from heartbreak but Sorry. um I um applaud you Thank you. Uh, I know everyone has said it like, oh, my God, you're so brave and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, everything they would say, I'm saying to you as well. It's Thank all you. they say for a reason. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, yeah, thanks so much for sitting down with us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, here we go, guys. What a great episode and what a great discussion with Bridget. A very new, fresh perspective. I just want to quickly point out that we are wearing our podcast sweaters. Again, I need to look into getting us all sweaters done. Another important conversation, we, another conversation <laughs> we need to Real. have is this podcast. And when are we ending season two off? Because are we going to go into the summer and film? That's, that's a different topic. That's not for you guys to concern. <laughs> Tell us in the comments. <laughs> Tell us in the comments. Should we yeah. continue or stop in two weeks? Um, okay, we're going to talk about the slap heard around the world, as they call it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're calling so. it that. Oh, uh, debriefer. I don't want to. Pardon me? They bleeped it, though. No. The slap? Well, the aftermath. No, I'm talking the about the slap. It's all. It was all. If you haven't seen it yet. It's Insert all clip here. Don't go look for it. I would, <laughs> it's changed all of our lives since. I don't know if you guys have seen it. If you didn't, I'm going to wait for this guy to stop making noises. What is that noise? Probably a mop bucket. Oh, yeah. Wheels. If you didn't see what happened at the Oscars last Sunday or when you're seeing it two Sundays ago, I'm going to quickly go over it very, 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 very roughly. If you want all that juicy info you can go watch e-talk or et canada or et or the view or ellen jimmy fallon jimmy kimmel i'm sure there's a red table episode out there's by gonna now. be a red table by the time we post oh this. yeah i did yeah. i did hear they're making yeah. one about it um okay. okay here's what happened chris rock hosted just i'm he gonna tell you he didn't host he came out to present i'm gonna tell you man. preface inf- information or information from before as well oh okay uh, so chris rock hosted in 2016 where he made a joke about Jada for boycotting the Oscars due to the lack of representation. That's just something you should keep in the back of your mind, that Chris Rock has made jokes about Jada Smith before. And then while presenting this year, Chris Rock made a joke saying, uh, G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it, towards Jada uh, attacking her alopecia, or not attacking, making a joke at her alopecia and the fact that she's bald, and the main character in G.I. Jane is bald as well. Uh, and Jada has been open about her hair loss. On, on TikTok, she even said, and I quote, I don't give two craps about what people feel about this bald head of mine. That's the exact words that she used. Um, and then, you know, you know, Chris Rock made that joke. Will Smith was laughing at first. And then we see that he approaches the stage, slaps her, goes back down, sits down in a seat and says... Sla- slaps him. Slaps, no, slaps, slaps him. Slaps Chris not Rock. Yeah, no. Well, I'm sure... Well, people are... Oh I'm not going to talk about what people think happened at man. home. Because oh, uh, people have been saying that, like... Oh, if Will Smith is this abusive in a public stage, imagine what he does to her at home and stuff. That's just, let's not, I don't let's think, not go there. That's let's a different not go topic. There. And people yeah. that are speculating that he's an abusive person, you have no real information behind that. That's like saying because he's abusive in the movie roles he plays, he can, you know, you know what I mean? But yeah, Will Smith slaps Chris Rock, goes back down, sits down, cusses him out, and says, uh, you know, I'll keep my wife's name out of your mouth. Um, but here are some things to note. Will Smith assaulted someone on stage. Yeah. Like when that, it boils down to it, that's what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He assaulted someone. Whether, whatever happened, blah, this happened, that happened. You know, post hoc, ergo, proctor hoc. Do you guys know what that means? But you just said four gibberish words. What yeah. It's like, you know, because of X, Y happened and whatnot. Like, huh. it's like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. This happened, right? Mm-hmm. He assaulted someone on stage. And he won an Oscar right after with the standing ovation. Yeah. yeah. He assaulted someone, sat back down. Five minutes later, he won an Oscar, went up on stage with a standing ovation, and got five and a half minutes to talk. Mm. And Chris Rock... Can which, am- which we should also say, he got like five and a half uninterrupted minutes 
other presenters, such as the, the man who won for Best International Feature, Raisuke Hamaguchi, was played off after like two and a half minutes. Exactly. Like he was given unencumbered time, whereas other people and, who And to note be that honored. a lot of other winners, their speeches were edited down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they, they were recorded beforehand. Pre-recorded, and, then, yeah. and then they like faked the, the reactions by putting yeah. in reactions of like Zendaya laughing for no reason, like, yeah. out of nowhere. Um, yeah, they did that. Did you not see it? No, they, well, what the, what they did in in the uh, ceremony is they they put down a screen, they presented like this edited version, and they would cut to live audience reactions. Yeah, it would just it would just like. But they, they were trying to maintain this illusion that it was being presented live when really it was be- basically being presented to an empty. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you can even see like the reactions that they're showing does not match up with the speech that's being said. So I, I'll try showing sending you guys an example. It, it's very awkwardly yeah. and obviously edited down. Uh, so Which he, I, I'm just going to use this point uh, to brag because I, I predicted who was going to win in every, uh, in, I got 20 out of 23 predictions correct. Whoa. Whoa. That means you watched uh, that many uh, films, right? I, I didn't watch all of them. I just paid very close attention to uh, Oscar what buzz. people, yeah, what people were saying was mm. uh, like, this, this has buzz. Yeah. Um, just, just throwing that in there because I, I, I want to brag. <laughs> no, no, I would brag too. With the amount of time you spend on film and the art of film, I would brag too. Um, going back to other things we should know, Chris was, you can see he was emotionally startled. Like he, at one point you can even say he was just like, oh, I could. And he's basically contemplating like, I could keep going. And he's a comedian. Like mm. he has things on. There's like, like, you can just see his mind's running a mile, yeah, uh, I, a million miles a minute. Like um, yeah. And he continued, you know, Chris Rock continued, whatever. But it's also important to note this, that when Will Smith walked up to the stage and slapped him and walked back, there was a video I saw today morning of someone from the audience took a video where as soon as Will Smith slaps Chris Rock, Jada is like dying of laughter. What? And they didn't show that. This is someone from the audience. She's like bending down like that, laughing and clapping. Laughing? Laughing. I I gotta, I I wanna, you you gotta send that to me because I I don't even know. Insert clip here. Insert clip here, but I'm gonna go find it because I wanna show you guys. I haven't seen that. I've been waiting, like I've been curious about like, why is there I no want them to put out. I want them to put out the reactions of like everyone else. I have a literally. The I have only a reaction I've seen with Lupita. The one. Oh, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. Oh, Kidman. that yeah. that was faked. Um, that was the there. There's a whole lot of fake stuff going around. One of the big like collages of people's reactions was actually no, from that's from 2016. Or it's something. from it's from uh, the ceremony in 2017 when Moonlight won. And, mm. like, like, I saw that all over Twitter, and it was um, really annoying. To and 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 the one of uh, Nicole Kidman doing like her open mouth reaction was actually she was I I believe I I don't know for sure, um, but I believe it was from she was inside the theater when they were presenting the eight awards before the broadcast um and she was i think like really happy that someone had won and 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 so it was like while the red carpet was going on basically yeah no those that that like collage of like 20 celebrities Mm -hmm. some of them weren't even there I'm yeah, like, like Matt, Matt Damon wasn't yeah, like, there. Meryl Streep wasn't there. And you can visibly yeah. see that the setting is very different, too. It was, it was really annoying to see that online because it was like, here are the reactions. Like, that's not the reactions. Yeah. I can show it, you guys that video later. Easily. But Jada was laughing. That's so interesting. This goes back to the thing where I'm saying, or to the fact that I'm saying that this had nothing to do with that Jada Smith joke. I think it was genuinely something that he was dealing with. That, like, he was tired of uh, people poking fun and like you know him being this cowardice man which he's which he's talked about in his book i don't think it had anything to do with the joke because if jada 
There was no discussion between Jada and Will. That we it was know. a look. What if he was... You think a discussion happened in the two it, seconds? It wouldn't from, have been a long one. No. I don't yeah. know. Well, Nothing. Like, I it's just, look at you and give you a look. Like. Yeah, yeah, you but, could be like, yeah. you're, again, you're not going to... You're laughing? Being, like, joking around for the screen, like, oh, come on. Like, because he was laughing. And then there's video of her laughing at the fact right after the slap happened. Are we sure that that was 100 percent I, I want to yeah. see that video. You could though. see him I'm, walking I'm so back curious. from the slap uh-huh. and she's like she's like dying of laughter. Are you sure she's I, not like 100 percent I need to find this video to show you guys because it, it puts Well I every, mean a lot of people in that theater were laughing after the slap. Yeah. Because they like, thought it was a bit. Yeah, it's not yeah. Really so I don't think Jada thought of it as like a, Jada was like, oh it's just like all funny. She would she would know if it was staged though. That's her yeah, yeah, yeah. Will she would, would say like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this bit, or I'm gonna slap Chris Rock after he makes a joke about you." Right, like, yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts? I want to start with Max, who's a big Oscar fanatic. What was your reaction? What are I, your thoughts? How are you feeling? Oh boy. Um, How are I you? think I said it in the intro, but I, I was watching with. Uh, I, I just want to say, as you're talking, I'm gonna go on my phone, not because I don't care. Yeah, I'm yeah, listening. You're, you're I'm just still looking. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was watching with friends, and we were just sort of going like. It was more so one of the things where, okay, he's come out to present, like, we're just talking. And then all of a sudden, the sound cuts out on our TV, and I was just talking to my friends, because I was like, what happened? And then we just see, sort of, I, I didn't actually see the slap live. It was more just, sort of, the reaction, sort of, the audio-less Will Smith cut, cussing him out. Um, and so it was really just jumping onto our phones and stuff, and looking yeah. at social media, and being like, what, what just happened? Um, Can I show you guys that? Yeah, yeah, you found it? Okay. So, so okay, this is the video. Look at So he's walking back. So he says, well, she's just slap the shit out of me or something. And look at her, the laughing. Oh, yeah, it is a laugh. She doesn't, she's not taking it Interesting. Seriously. Look at this, look. Interesting. This is the part where he says, because he's walking back. Right? No, yeah, and, and then Chris Rock Will makes Smith the just joke. slapped the shit out of well, me. Well, maybe she's just <laughs> laughing at what he's I think she was that pissed to the point where she wanted her husband to go smack the shit out of someone and cuss him out. It's something, it's so hard to have an opinion because we don't know anything. Like, it's all just speculative right now. That's true, too. Other than the literal facts that he was upset and slapped him and it was not staged. We don't know anything else for certain. And we won't until, like, Red Table Talk comes out. Until whatever interview, statement, whatever they they end up Do you guys think the joke was that bad? It was just... G.I. Jane is a movie that came out in 1997 and was like a moderate box office. It was like a moderate box office hit or like a flop or something. Like it, it it's just not very relevant. Like it's, it's a fun, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a great joke. Do you think <laughs> the joke warranted a slot? No. Mm, no. It, it's one thing to like, I, I think it's inappropriate to make, you know, yeah. a joke about someone's medical yeah. condition. But at the same time, it's like, it's the same thing that you know at this point it's been like four days since that so everyone has talked about it to death and the thing that I return to is just like and the thing that everyone suggested is just like either talk to him afterwards make yeah. a make a make a statement about it in your victory speech you know what like there's numer- innumerable different ways to go about it that did not involve assault and then you know cussing him out and making a scene I mean he put out a statement apologizing so even he knew himself hmm. that it was kind of uncalled for mm-hmm. to go up and slap a person yeah. in uh, front of like millions of people i want to pull up the poll we put out who was wrong 55 percent of people say that chris was wrong in the situation interesting but then 
in another poll. I think they're both kind of in the wrong, but I'd say yeah. Will Smith yeah. is more in the wrong. I would say, yeah. I think yeah. they, this was like right when it happened too, so they don't right, know everything. Right. Don't, don't know the whole story. But then the next yeah. day when I posted is, is Will Smith's legacy over? 80% of the people said yes. It's like ruined his legacy. I don't, th- I don't think his legacy is entirely ruined. I think this is just going to be, you know, people often say this when a big moment happens. This is just, this is going to be like the first sentence of his in memoriam. Like, in his obituary, this is going to be the first sentence, where it's like, mm. Oscar-winning actor-producer Will Smith, notable for having slapped Chris Rock at the <laughs> 2022 Oscars, you mm. know? Yeah, that's something my mom said. Like, whenever people are going to think about how he won, they're going to think about the slap. So oh, it's yeah. going to yeah. overshadow it, it totally his takes a, and, and it's something as well, is I, I feel for the, for the people who worked on the film, because all, the, yeah. all that's going to be associated with that movie, which I've seen and I think is, like, okay to good. Like, it's not a super memorable movie, but... Any other memories or thoughts that could be made to that movie will now be forever associated with mm-hmm. this action, which has nothing to do with the movie. Should he be banned from the Oscars? I say yes. I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah. I don't think they, they, they no, I'm not saying are they going to do that. I say, do you think? Uh, well, you as a person, do you me? think? Yes. For assaulting uh, someone on stage and then... I think for a allow, while. And then the Academy allowing him to literally get that award as if nothing just happened. I don't think forever, maybe for a while. That's that's a good point. Yeah, maybe like one or two years they, like they don't invite him. I guess so because they are talking about like there will be consequences. They just don't know what it's going to be right now. Um, I mean, in the past there have been instances. I don't know if you've seen like in the past Oscars there was this First Nations activist. John Wayne, yeah. Yeah. It, it was uh, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando yeah. won for the uh, yeah. the Godfather. And, uh, and but he, John Wayne was the one that was trying to attack. Oh, oh yes, John yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the, the one who was guys, angry. Yeah. Something's, I forget his name, but they verbally attacked the girl. Oh, uh, also, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, he, Clint he made Eastwood. a joke. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, tried to like get at her, and they didn't suffer any consequences at all. But that was also like in the past. <laughs> it, like, it was in 1973. Yeah. <laughs> but still, like, mm-hmm. the Academy doesn't really. I would have thought banned John Wayne. Pardon? Jo- John Wayne was. Uh, He's a, a vocally a, a vocal yeah. racist yeah. homophobe. <laughs> no, but like, if we're talking about now and John Wayne did that, yeah, banned, banned, canceled, mm-hmm. provoked the Oscar. Especially in the age of cancel culture, like Zoe Kravitz is on the verge of getting canceled right now because she oh, yeah. spoke about, like, I don't know if you saw like, yeah. in her caption, she was yeah. like, uh, "This is my address to the awards where we apparently assault people on stage now." Yeah, and get and, standing ovations. And and yeah. similar, like, it seems to be this cycle where a celebrity will speak out about something and then like zoe kravitz on the verge of being canceled same thing with like jim carrey spoke out about how he was like it's spineless that they gave him a standing ovation then people dug up he was accepting an award at the mtv movie awards and like just unconsensually kissed the presenter mm-hmm. like it's just every like yeah it, it's just this cycle where someone will speak out say i think what they did was wrong and then they will be like oh really and then like pull up something from their mm-hmm. past you could also circle that back to the Kanye situation where no one wants to stand up for Kanye because people are going to call him out or call them out and cancel them. Mm. I think, yeah, that's very similar. I think the issue with Kanye is a little different. I think because the, it's, it's well, continued well, it back to, threats. It, it's continued threats and whatnot. Like, this is just, and it, it's not like Will Smith is at home like attacking Chris Rock now. Right. It's like, this is like, Kanye is like, he's like just going out continually. No, yeah, he, shows, he shows no regret. Exactly. And well, even even if you read Will Smith's regret as, oh, no, it's damaged my image, less than, oh, I shouldn't have attacked him for, like, personal reasons, like, it's still regret. Mm-hmm. And as far as we know, Kanye, no regret right now. Um, 
Yeah. He still oh. has a fan base, though. Yeah. And yeah, her. and they're fa- sometimes are defending him. Like, Tiffany yeah. Haddish is like, yeah, it's like, finally, nice to see a man standing up for his woman. I'm like, okay, yeah, and uh, so what? The woman should be cleaning in the kitchen while the man protects them? Like, right. what do you mean? Like, Jada, yeah. Jada could go up and walk and do that if she wanted and to. I, and I think that's just ultimately what it comes down to. It's just, it's like, she can stand up for herself. And exactly. It's, and, and I think it is something where it's like, I think it's right, you know, if y- y- you want to stand up for your partner, but, like, you don't want to take it where it's like, it's my she can't do it herself, so I have to. Yeah, I think that's they're both where it public an figures. Issue. Yeah, she like, ha- she has a platform arguably because of Red Table Talk. She she might have a bigger platform for this. You know, like mm-hmm. it's it's entirely possible that she could have more outreach with that. My view on this, I will delete this when I get my Academy Award nomination. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he should shy. be banned. Um, I don't think the award should be revoked because the award is not on merit of his character as a person. It's on merit of his acting skills right. in that movie. He should be banned, though, um, because you can't just let... Um, even Wanda Sykes said just recently, me and her were watching, we were watching the video when you guys left. She said, like, she should have been escorted and someone else should have came out and been like, yeah, sorry, like, he can't be here right now. Because, mm. like, it's like... Or we just now it's kind of just like a little, it's just making sending the message that this is acceptable mm-hmm. where you can if, go if, on if a, you're of this level of fame, yeah i was like yeah. you are in the high a-list celebrity you can assault someone still get an oscar and get five and a half minutes to talk yeah like no mm-hmm. and then also when people bring it back to race i don't think this is a race issue mm-hmm. when i i don't i don't think no so. i feel yeah. like if you are someone that is black who are seeing like two people in the black community that are you know going through something like yeah that can be a little heart-wrenching but it's not like these two are attacking each other because of race some people are like if that was a white man they'd be escorted like i think race should stay out of the conversation if anything it's more of a class issue yeah like like we just talked about about them being you know like high-class individual like millionaire millionaire millionaires like and it's it's, yeah. it's 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 a good point that jim carrey made he said we're not the cool club anymore that's a quote that he said which mm. i agree i feel like when celebrities do stupid shit like that it's like i don't care about being like in hollywood and like oscars and this and that and i hate that now people are going to say like the oscars don't matter when like i want an oscar like low-key <laughs> like i want to win an oscar that'd be fucking cool yeah. that'd be amazing I mean, it's one of those things where they've they've never really mattered but at the same time, there's an inherent prestige, and they mm-hmm. will always matter because of that. It's like uh, getting the honor roll at school or yeah. valedictorian Even or if whatnot. it means nothing, mm-hmm. it's a point of pride for the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news, <laughs> <laughs> we had the first deaf man win. We had the first what? openly yeah. queer person win. Death, death man? Death. Uh, death. 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 Okay, sorry. Okay. You're dead? <laughs> I heard death. Yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. We yeah. had the first deaf person mm-hmm. win an Oscar. We Fantastic had the first speech. speech. Great oh, yeah, speech. speech is so first good. queer person to win an Oscar, and mm-hmm. the first movie with the majority cast being deaf to win an Oscar, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting any other historic wins, yeah. uh, which are more important than this stupid slap. Uh, yeah, it's for such real. It's a shame that yeah. it's like being overshadowed. Yeah, it's like fuck like, you, no Will one, Smith. Now you took away from media. all of their movements. No like all. Like yeah. How about Questlove's documentary that one? Great mm-hmm. documentary. And he put everything into that documentary. It was yeah. a great documentary too. Did you watch it? I haven't seen that one actually. It's, it's a good on documentary. my list. Yeah. If I was being honest, I don't, I don't know if it was Oscar worthy, but mm. it was a good documentary. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's something we've 
we, we've been talking about the best picture win today as well, which went to Coda. And, and even though I think it's, you know, it's not a perfect film, I think it's quite flawed. But at the end of the day, I think it's quite fantastic that a film with representation of, you know, even in 2022, certain communities are still underrepresented. And, and I think it's fantastic that a movie that is trying, at, at the very least trying, mm -hmm. to have some representation for that community, it's great that, that, that this best picture win is going to boost its viewership i guess like yeah just or bring awareness to the yeah. important message behind it yeah exactly we will keep you in the loop on this issue <laughs> so stay tuned with us every week where yes. we'll be on we'll, we'll break it down every we'll break it down week. to you guys don't worry <laughs> uh-huh um do you think hollywood is a, a cool club anymore i think hollywood's dying yeah it is mm -hmm. it's so easy to become famous now yeah, yeah it is TikTok That's and everything it. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's, it's way too easy to go viral on TikTok. You can have like hundreds of thousands of followers on TikTok and still like nobody knows who you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's yeah. way too easy to become like an influencer now. Mm -hmm. Like it's not hard to like get sponsorships, For get sure. like paid to do um, media work anymore. Yeah. It's not like a coveted thing being like, oh, you get to go to like the red carpet. You're an actor. Like there were TikTokers out on like, the red carpet. Too. There are TikTokers who go to the Oscars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So really stupid. It's so easy to transition from social media to like Netflix. Like Addison yeah. Rae has her own. So movie, bad. Which is terrible. <laughs> oh, but God. she's no. like now best friends with Kourtney Kardashian. She has her own Snapchat reality show. She has all this stuff that other like more yep. not. I'm saying that she's not deserving, but like more deserving people don't get the chance to do because. And that's when we talk about Riverdale. Yeah. The reason that I don't like Riverdale is not like the plot and this and that. I'm just like, there are other stories that could be used with that money to tell. You know what I mean? That more important mm. stories out there that should be voiced instead of, you know, this like stupid, like whatever. You guys, great movie, great, great, great show, sorry. But like it's start to like move on, maybe get some other people, more representation too in that. Like how many people, I don't even know if there's many people of color in that in Riverdale from what I remember there wasn't much yeah what I remember was it was just a town of I guess well well, I guess it isn't uh, aren't the members of Josie and the Pussycats uh, they were gone after like the first oh they're okay uh, again I only watched the well, first like, season when it came out so four um, main characters three of them are white and one of them is Latina yeah, I, yeah. yeah I was thinking of Veronica yeah so yeah I don't know I just feel like the money should be well spent like even with these reality shows like this Love Island and all this stuff like <laughs> Yeah, reality shows are great and all, but I feel like that money could be used to make way more powerful shows. And, e and even and if movies. it's not, you know, more powerful, whatever, like, I think just diversifying them. Yeah. You know, not so making like them just like, is... I, I don't know how many people are on The Bachelor, but, you know, like, not 23 white women, yeah. like, whatever, you know, like, have some diversity show what it's really like in the world rather than whitewashing it. Personally, I think um, Chris Rock is not... If we were looking at who's wrong and right, I think Chris Rock should take 2% of the blame uh, because he didn't even write that joke. He wasn't even aware about her alopecia. Um, a writer on the Oscars wrote that. And Will Smith is a, has been in the fame, in the, in the spotlight long enough to know that that's not how you deal with it. You're telling me that everything that has happened in your career, that's the worst thing that, that provoked you to go do that? And which is why I'm saying this is not about the joke. This is not about the joke that was made. It's about something deeper. Because if you're saying that he's how long has he been acting for now? Uh, since the mid early nineties. Yeah. So you're saying like thirty since, years. Since thirty years. In the last thirty years, this joke about um, your wife's hair and her medical condition is the one that sparked you to do that on your biggest night ever. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Max. 
literally the biggest night of his career. Yeah, you, that's what sparked. No, it's something way deeper. It's it's the fact that you would do that, but not all the jokes attacking your wife, you know, and uh, there, adultery and entanglement. Yeah, there, like, there's all that drama that's been happening the last two years, and that's not. I've what, never seen you slap someone know. over that. A lot of people were saying Feels because of the entanglement, that's why he decided to stand up, and also the fact that he was so anxious about like oh i'm about to like go up for this big award and like all of these emotions are no. pent up and that's why he reacted in that way if you're if but i was I sitting know. at the oscars and i'm about to win this huge award which i'm just gonna preface guys he knew he was getting that award no it's yeah like, like i said he he won every single precursor that is used to predict who was gonna win yeah the it's not like oh my god i want this one. award no you're winning this award that's why you're sitting right at the front he knew if i'm here at the oscars i'm about to win this award and some guy comes out and he makes a joke about whatever. I'm not gonna be like, oh, this joke. I'm like, Shh, okay, go. I need to say my speech soon. Like, fuck, I need to say my no, speech. Yeah, the, the nerves. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, I'm about to win this award. Da, 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 da. Like, that's what you're thinking about. Questlove even said, the person that was winning that award that Chris Rock announced, he didn't even see the slap. Yeah, yeah, I he was meditating. He, he was He's sort of meditating because he, he he was like getting prepared. Yeah, in his yeah. mind because it was yeah, he kind of like. Figured that he was about to win too, and he's yeah, he was in a state of like, okay, I gotta well, go up there. That's good on him though, because that way he didn't have to focus on like this big moment that overshadowed his moment. Oh no, you still heard the "keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth." So. Oh, did he? Oh. Yeah, okay. 100%. I, I I thought it was one of the 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 quote that I heard of him was that he sort of he went up to accept, and he was giving the speech, and he was like, "Why is the audience so sterile? Like, why are they not doing anything?" And and he was so he only realized once he was walking. I I, I don't know if that's true or not. It sounds like based on what you were saying. But like, I'm happy that everyone that's interviewing right now are not asking about Will Smith and stuff. Yeah, that's good. Because uh, yeah, that'd be really especially good. for Questlove. Yeah. Because I mean that I I I I do feel for him in that sense where like, li- like not only was the rest of the ceremony under that shadow, it's literally like 30 seconds later Questlove is accepting an award. Exactly. You know the culmination of his career mm-hmm. and it's yeah. One more thing. People say that the Will Smith incident is fake. It's not. If, and they're saying it's fake because the Oscars need more views and, and their, their audience is declining, blah, blah, blah. Listen, if the, if the Oscars needed a boost in viewership, they wouldn't ask two very high-class actors to get into an issue like that. They would ask two smaller actors who need the publicity to do something stupid to cause a buzz. And, and also, like, Will Smith would never do something like this. No. Because in... It's enough, like, you look at the polls that we did on our Instagram account, it's like, even if Chris Rock, 55%, say he's to blame, Will Smith is still 45% of that. That's mm-hmm. still, and it, what was it? It was like 80% of people Set thought he was, their, like... His legacy is ruined. Yeah, that's irreversible damage to your public image. Like, so you don't do that just I, for, like, a publicity. I'm looking at you people who think that this is fake. It's not fake. No A-list celebrity needs this type of publicity and if the Oscars wanted more viewership, they would ask two stupid people that need publicity, like we Addison Ray or something, to do something <laughs> stupid. They, Will Smith would never need that type of publicity. So stop we, saying it's fake. We we literally see in the broadcast what they're trying to do to get publicity, and it's giving out an award to uh, like Cinderella. Like they had that montage where it's like, here are the top five movies, and it's like a Johnny Depp movie that was shot five years ago. Exactly. The Cinderella movie with Camila Cabello. What, there's Zach another Snyder's one out there. Yeah, Zach Snyder's. That was. That was so bad. It, it's just like that's what they're. That's that's their idea of publicity. Yeah. Like. So the, shut the, up. Stop saying it's fake. Don't be the, annoying. The funniest tweet I saw was like, "This is obvious. This this slap was not staged because the Academy could never think of something this interesting." All right. Here's our advice segment for this week. 
Um, and here is the prompt. As someone heading into their 20s who has literally never experienced any type of romantic involvement, what's your best advice? I struggle to get out there and dating apps have never worked for me. It's getting real lonely and desperate out here and I don't know what to do. Melanie, do you want to start? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my um, oh my gosh. Like, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. Um, I've never been in a relationship. Maybe it'd be best to define what you want out of a relationship. So then maybe you know what type of people you want to start investing in. I guess, like, you know, giving That's your hard, time yeah. to. That's good advice. That's Ma- all I got. Max? <laughs> um, I mean, I think sort of we, we discussed it very briefly before we started. And I think mm-hmm. that sort of ended up with number one. I think it's important to sort of validate your own experiences. There's a lot of pressure on young people, uh, especially sort of when you're... Um, I think entering your 20s, that it's sort of very predefined as a time where you're supposed to be getting out there. You're supposed to be getting into a relationship. So supposed to be doing whatever. And I think it's important to just sort of validate your own experiences that like that's not everyone's experience. And, and I know you've, you, you, you know, you've made it clear that you like that sort of relationship. And I think that's sort of, I don't know. I, I guess sort of from my perspective, it's something much more of like, don't feel shame that you're not, getting involved in this sort of thing because it's very normal for that sort of thing like in my own experiences i went a long time sort of with that not being a priority for my you know romantic relationships all that sort of stuff was not a priority for me for a long time and i think it's just i don't know and then when it comes to more practical advice i think it's i i think melanie's advice is actually really great in terms of like figuring out what what do you want out of a relationship and then you can sort of start to from the very base level try and surround yourself with people who would do that and uh, or, or just sort of inspire a, a group who who would be interested in in, in that kind of thing and um yeah and, and i i think that's sort of where i lie on it is just sort of making sure that you validate your own experience and you know do your best not to feel shameful about sort of not experiencing something and just that I don't know. I, I, I think it's a little bit, you, you can't just go through life going, things will work out for me. You obviously have to, you know, put in the work and sort of be social and, and stuff like that. Um, even, even though it is very difficult, like in, in the prompt you mentioned, it's, it's difficult to get yourself out there, but it's still, you've got to try. And as long as you're putting your best foot forward, <laughs> I, I guess it's sort of, it's something that will... I don't know. You'll you'll have some moniker of success, no matter. I I truly believe, and and that might feel a little sort of like not helpful, but it's I don't know. To me, that's the no. Truth. That was really helpful. I yeah. think you nailed it. Um, yeah, mine is very similar to his. I'm gonna break it down though. You said uh, heading into your twenties without any experience. I don't know who told you you need experience heading into your 20s. There's no preconceived rule book that says that you need to have a relationship by this time or you should be somehow romantically involved by this time. There is no rule book. So just because you're heading into your 20s means literally nothing. There are people in their 40s who are still dating and falling in love. Uh, when, it, when, when you say you struggle to get out there and that's okay. Um, and And what you have to do is like Max said, just be more social. Go out to events, go to a bar. 
go out with friends, you know, meet new people. Don't be so close to the to the group that you have already. And if it's a struggle for you, it's just small steps. I think it's like something that I just want like you can expand your group as well. Like if you've got a hobby, try and get involved in like exactly. a local community for Join it. Join a club. It doesn't yeah. have to be go to a party. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I, I think that's sort of the things everyone goes to. And like as someone, I, I don't drink. So a lot of the time when it's like go to a bar, it's like whatever, like that's not of mm-hmm. interest, you know? But it's like if you find stuff that you're interested in, the, the main thing is just finding someone who shares similar views, similar interests. And get that's like the best way. It, yeah. Like going out, I struggle to get out there. What does that mean? Like, are you struggle? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be the get out there that you see in movies where like the girl doesn't have a boyfriend, so all of her girlfriends are like, come to this party with us. Like, yeah. that's again, don't look at media for example and references. Uh, and then when it says getting real lonely, make sure the reason that you are not trying to find someone is because you're lonely. That is a horrible reason to go and find a relationship like oh i want a boyfriend i want romantic involvement i'm heading into my 20s and i'm lonely like don't that you should not be lonely (laughs) first you know make friends there yeah there's a different kind of intimacy between friends and sort of a romantic partner but if, if it's feeling lonely in general and you're having trouble with that like i think it's very important to speak about it with friends form those sort of close relationships with with friends but don't compare yourself to them if they have relationships don't be mm-hmm. like oh my friends are all in their 20s and they have relationships that's your friends like whatever what if, if they have it doesn't mean you have to have one and you said you're desperate that's okay everyone's desperate <laughs> everyone's <things>. desperate <laughs> i'm desperate to win an oscar one day that's good that's being desperate can be mm-hmm. good at times it'll push you to you know get out there it'll yeah. push you to open up it's it'll push you to mo- motivation motivation to you know take our advice and, and not be so stressed you guys what's your like your advice do you have any i feel like you have to be really yeah like touching on the thing before about being lonely it's like you have to be comfortable with yourself mm-hmm. do not rush into a relationship because first of all it's not fair to yourself it's not fair to the other person mm-hmm. it will not work out if you just want to date someone to date someone. Yeah. Um, like, like she said, figure out what you want. You yeah. have to figure, like I saw this thing on TikTok that was like, um, this thing is actually like very true. And I find that this is very true for myself as well. Is like when you're not seeking things out, that's when things come to you the most. Like when I realize like, I do not want a relationship. I'm not ready for a relationship. That's when relationships come to you. And then you're just like, oh my God. Like you really right. just have to be focusing like on yourself and being comfortable with, who you are as a person and not like being happy being alone and liking right. to spend time mm. with yourself. Mace said that. Remember that? Take yeah, yeah, yeah. Learn yeah. to be alone. Love to be alone Yeah, first. you have to like prioritize. Yeah, I really like, I actually journaled about her. Um, <laughs> really? When I listened to that episode, I actually journaled about what, like something Maybe that she said. Maybe when doing that, you manifested this job. Yeah. Just to <laughs> No, I'm just saying, because like, like, you just really have to focus on yourself before you can focus on others. What does it mean to focus on yourself? A lot of people say that. I think, okay, like for me, I would say like spend time alone. Like I find that I'm always seeking out like other people to do things with me. Like whether it's like literally like going to the grocery store, like Mm. I ask my roommates, like, do you want to come to the grocery store with me? Like, no, like you should learn how to do things by yourself and enjoy doing things by yourself. I love like putting on my headphones going to the grocery store mm-hmm. for like an hour and just like standing in the aisles, like staring at tofu. Like it's so calming to mm-hmm. me because I really like being by myself now. And like, that's something that you have to learn because I feel like for myself, like in the past, I've been really, I've had this problem where I'm really dependent on my relationships to keep me happy. Platonic or romantic? 
romantic. Yeah. Like I have always been dependent on my partner to bring me joy. And because I'm mm. so used to spending all of my time with my partner, I never grew up like doing things alone and getting used to like being alone. And I think it's good that like, if you haven't had like that relationship experience, like it's good to like learn to be by yourself. And from someone who is in a relationship right now, I literally in on Christmas day, I went out by myself and got ramen just by myself. No one else was there. I sat at a booth by myself. Sound, that sounds nice. Yeah. And I do it regularly too. I go to, mm -hmm. sometimes I go to Boston pizza. I just sit at the bar and I order like the smallest menu item ever <laughs> and eat it. And I leave just to do something alone. So it's like, when it comes to the point where you can't even go to the grocery store without someone, that's like, you yeah. gotta, you gotta start learning how to be alone first so that when you're with someone else, you learn to love those experiences way more. Yeah. Cause if you're just so used to going out with someone all the time, it doesn't, it's not something special. Right. So now I go out by myself to get ramen and go to Boston pizza by myself. And then when I go out with my partner, it's like even more special. It's like, cause now I know how it is to do it alone. And I like doing it alone. Let's see how it is with someone else there now. So, Step one, learn to love being alone. Step two, take small steps to get out there, like joining clubs, getting a job, um, you know, practicing your hobbies with other people. Mm -hmm. Step three, don't rush it. Slow down, relax, and don't compare yourself. Step four, many Hannah? steps, Hannah? your green flags and your red flags and trying to see if they're realistic or not realistic. Hmm. So Anna gave me this advice. <laughs> I made a list. We were, we were in class the other day, um, sitting in the back of the classroom, writing on Hannah's phone, like red flags, green flags. <laughs> and we realized like, okay, oh God, all the red flags we have, we're like so specific, but the green flags were like bare minimum. Like Is the this first- Is where the Joe Rogan stuff came from? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you want me to talk about that? Red flags we from get Hannah and shouldn't. Anna. Red flags, doesn't like dogs, small sh no, go to the bottom. The bottom okay. <laughs> okay, the bottom ones are busy. Okay, but like the green flags we were writing, like the top one was is nice. Like that's a bare minimum. Yeah. You have to look Gemini, at Gemini Scorpio. Okay, Entrepreneur Scorpio. is a red flag. Entrepreneur. Yeah, like, Scorpio. If you put entrepreneur oh, on like Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio in your as well. Bio. Oh, really? What month? November. October. October. Oh. I'm November. November too. Go to the bottom. Those are the juicy ones. Follows World Star? Is that Porn a red flag? Porn stars, okay. Red flag <laughs> has a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I was. <laughs> 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 like when I saw all the exceptions, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like when I saw all those guys on that podcast, I'm like, red flag for all of that. No, yeah, for real. If it's like, yeah, yeah. I have a podcast with uh, three of my friends, yeah, and we my just bros. talk. We just talk about like, women. just talk about women and uh, yeah. like that. That's the kind of yeah. red flag. If it's like. We talk about Literally movies. It's like, okay, that's cool. There isn't yeah. one green flag on here. Oh, there's a different list. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, looking at, like, what you're... <laughs> I put you in brackets week, the bare minimum. Week, our next week episode is going to be green flags. No, red but, flags. like, if you look at, like, your expectations and you see that they're unrealistic, you have to take a step back and reevaluate, like, okay, what do I want? And is that realistic and attainable in another person? And also looking at yourself, like, are you yourself a red flag? <laughs> like, yeah. is there anything about you that you need to change? Any, like trauma or any like green flag bad experiences nice holds your bag opens doors <laughs> you're nice you've held my bags literally today you did open the door for me today Aww. nice oh, to wait flag. staff yes when we were at the warehouse you're very nice to the lady Be because you were <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shut, hey, shut. 
I was in my whole phase. Uh, <laughs> tips well. I don't know. If, oh, yeah, you feel. I feel like you're tipping. Yeah, I do. Nice to friends. Like yeah. To is this just Matt? Good is Matt's a green flag? Good relationship with your family. Literally, your family is... Hallmark. I'm, just, I'm not saying... I'm okay. not, I'm maybe I'm like, you know, maybe... Why, why are you, are, are you guys having a moment or... Communication? You're going to communicate. You are... Are you emotionally unavailable? I don't know what that even means. Oh, well, sorry. That was a personal thing. Oh. Uh, you're a dog person. You know how to drive. Turns yeah. the steering wheel with one hand. I, I do that. It's so hot when they go like, nice. oh. Pulls <laughs> <laughs> the back of a passenger seat. The combination. The double whammy. <laughs> <laughs> text, text you to say they had a good time after hanging out. Walks always on the outside sidewalk. Oh my god. Rare but meaningful words of affirmation. More of a friend than a boyfriend. Deep conversations. Oh, those are my personal ones. No surface level BS. I mean, it's like, if you fill the criteria, <laughs> yeah, apply yeah. here. Yeah, I, don't know I feel like it's a very gender-specific, some of those things. Mm-hmm, yeah. We should make a more generalized well, one. Well, I am straight, so. Yeah. These are, I mean, this, this was personalized. Yeah, yeah exactly. I also think it's I, like. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what, like, if we did a poll of those things, what people people think oh, is redder. Yeah. Yeah. Coming soon. We can do that for yeah. next week. Red flag, they're nice. Okay, now Red flag, they turn with yeah, one hand. Yeah, next week episodes will be red flag. <laughs> red, I don't know. Seems you know unsafe. Red flag, they drive at 10 and 2. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> they, drive at, they drive at 10 and 2, and their seat is so close to the steering wheel as if they think the steering wheel is what are you Like it's a go kart? What are you trying to say? That's how I drive. Something short. I'm saying, okay. man, in general, drive. Oh boy. Are you, I've never seen you drive, but I'm guessing you're the person who drives like this. <laughs> Yeah. Don't assume. Okay. <laughs> That's rude. I think I'm assuming correctly though. Um, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe next week we just our episode is literally just the guest and the person. Like, it's okay, like what are what are your green flags? Green when I see the prompt. Or right? I I think it's just like what are your red flags? What are your green flags? Oh, and it, and can it be for romantic or friendship? Like. Yeah. So that was our episode on heartbreak. That was our episode <laughs> on heartbreak. <laughs> no, yeah, but just to, just to wrap it up uh, about heartbreak. Um. Being heartbroken is one of the most privileged things to ever go through because it reminds you that you have the ability to feel emotions. And it's important to feel those emotions and not try to hide from it or run from it or shy from it. Live through the hurt. In in Stranger Things Season 3 finale, Hopkins... (laughs) And trust me, I I don't really... I didn't love the Stranger Things sure, uh, franchise. Sure. Like, I, well, it's not that I hated that. It's a good show. Yeah, yeah. What's what? but the fact that I remembered it? Okay, is big. Hopper. And, and he said, "Feel the hurt. The hurt is good." Mm. Right. In in the wise words of uh, uh, Neil Young, "Only love can break your heart." Yes, exactly. That's what I was just about to say. Is like, if you're heartbroken, that means you've been loved. Yeah. That means you felt love for another person, and like that's something in itself. Is that if you get to experience heartbreak, you also got to experience like the good parts of it. Yeah, the joy of it. You got to experience being loved by someone. And, and if like, you have gotten the chance to feel loved, I'm sure it'll happen again. Yes, exactly. Things and will come to you. Yeah, and I love you guys. Aw. <laughs> this is a perfect time to talk about your employment with us here. Yeah, me too. Uh, podcast with strangers. Um, no. Okay. Well, that's uh, pretty much it. That's all I have to say on the topic. Yeah. Okay. Um, wrap up the episode. Thanks for watching, guys. Like, subscribe, share. Make sure to send in your advice. Go buy our candles. Donate to Ukraine. 
Don't make sure you leave a review on podcast uh, with strangers on Spotify and Apple Podcast. That's follow pretty much us it. on Instagram. Follow us please, everywhere. Support please. us. Just fucking support please us. Please follow us on Instagram. I don't want to lose my job. Yeah, literally. Please. Hannah's, Hannah's job is on the line. On the verge line. of getting fired because oh, I say I love no, you back. <laughs> it's, yeah, we're all laughing. I'm not. Uh huh. Bad time to not have an HR department. <laughs> no, what do you mean? Why do you need HR? If you don't get to 700 followers by the end of the month, which is tomorrow. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. You're fired. One day. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, Anyways, boy. bye guys. Thank you. Love you guys. Thank you very much.